most wonderful show is Keeping Up With The Joneses. AJ Jones. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Thank you so much. To the land of the living and the upright. <laughs> right. You've had quite the week. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty hectic week. Take us back in time. Um, well, uh, I think you mentioned last week on the podcast that you had had to take me to emergency. I did. I was very surreptitious. Yes. So, uh, I was in agony and we went into the hospital and I had emergency surgery. Well, <laughs> so it turns out I had good reason to be in agony. <laughs> and, and I should give some perspective. I've been married to you for what, nearly 11 years? Yes. And I've only seen you cry twice because of pain. Nearly 12 years, but. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Who, who's counting? <laughs> who's counting? Yeah. Um, I've only seen you cry twice because of pain. Yes. Neither of which times included childbirth. Right. The first time I saw you cry in pain was when your L5 got jacked up and you actually passed out because of the pain. Yes. And when you... Repeatedly. I kept coming to and then passing out again from the pain. <laughs> and you would howl in pain and then you'd black out. Yeah. This is the only other time I've seen you cry in pain. Yes. And so we worked through all the drugs that were available in the house. I maxed out the max amount of Tylenol and ibuprofen you could take in a day and still couldn't walk. And my narcotics. Yes. And a Valium. Yes. And so then I took you to the, well, then I called our emergency nurse and I said, oh, I've got some hydrocodone syrup. But they're like, sir, give your wife no more drug cocktails. <laughs> Take her to medical professionals. <laughs> so we took you to ER yeah. and they rushed you in and kept you overnight. Yes. Now, do you want to talk about what was wrong? No. Okay. We're just going to say that you were in pain. Too much trauma. Too much. Yeah. Too much trauma. Yeah. And they kept you in and then you had surgery. Yes. How was surgery? Do you remember much of it? I don't remember a thing. Okay. Well, lucky for you, I wrote down all the crazy stuff you said. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> Wait a minute. We didn't talk about this. Nope. I've been holding on to this for oh, over a week. Oh, no. I'm terrified. You really did, right? This when, was not, amazing. You mean when I was coming out of surgery? Oh, yeah. When okay. you were coming out of surgery, when they wheeled you up out of surgery, you yeah. were as high as a kite. Well, yes. And they put you out. It was a general. Yep. It yep. was general anesthetic. And... It took you a good 12 hours to sober up. Oh, at least. I still felt really wonky the next day. So for the whole afternoon, I think your surgery finished at 12. Mm -hmm. For the whole afternoon, I sat with you by your bedside and there was three distinct <laughs> I'm, personalities. I'm okay, yeah. The three distinct personalities yeah. that were apparent yeah. was one that was completely delirium and confusion filled. Mm -hmm. Another where you were just passed out. Yeah. And the third one was what I would say would be just you. I'd recognize as my wife. Okay. So see if you can spot which bits are which. Well, I kept going in and out too because they would just give me more Dilaudid and then I would be... You would go in and out in the space of about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So for example, you would roll over very cutely and you would open your eyes and you'd look at me and go, am I in my room? And I'd be like, yeah, honey, you're in your room. And then you would just you would just be gone again. Yeah. There seemed to be a common theme, though, with furry animals. <laughs> what? What so are you talking about? So one of my favorite things was you rolled over to me. Yeah. And you just looked at me dead in the eyes and you said, if I ate bunnies, they'd be way too furry. Are, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, and I was don't like, know. I was like, yeah, yeah, they probably <laughs> would be, baby. Yeah, they would. And then, <laughs> and then about a minute later, you'd wake up stone cold sober and you'd say, babe, can you can you pass me my phone? 
And literally, I would turn over to the bookshelf where your phone was, I'd pick up your phone, and I'd turn back to give you your phone, and you were out cold. So I would wake you up, you know, just shake you, go like, babe, and you're like, huh? What? And I'd be like, here's your phone. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, I was putting together a wreath. And I'd be like, okay, here's your phone. And then you would just, I'll just read them out to you. Oh, no. You would say, okay. have you seen any stormtroopers in our room? And I would say, I, I haven't, darling. Are, are you worried about them? And you were like, yeah, I saw two of them earlier. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's another animal hair theme. Uh-huh. Not, not prompted. You just said to me, oh, we've never had cooked gopher. <laughs> I did not. You did. I no, didn't. There's a whole conversation. So we've never had cooked gopher. I think we'd eat too much hair. And I'd be like, yeah. And then you said, and then you said to me, we wouldn't know if spring was coming because we ate the guy that tells us. (laughs) (laughs) And you looked so distressed. I'm like, it's all right, baby. We'll know when spring's coming. And so again, this is the whole afternoon. You're just drifting in and out of consciousness. No, you don't. You were concerned because you said, is there a little Hispanic guy working at our house? And I was like, I I don't think so. And you're like, Juan or something? And I was like, no. And then you said, I think my nurses all took a selfie before doing my surgery. (laughs) So once I realized you're out of your tree, I just started asking you questions. Oh, no. Hey, that's taking advantage. Oh, believe me. I think my nurses all took a selfie before doing surgery. So you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. I asked you a question. I said, do you have a favorite animal? And you, you just answered immediately, said, yep, a parakeet. <laughs> and I said, well, why is that? And you said, because you can look at them and they're pretty. And when you're done looking at them, you can cook them. <laughs> I did <laughs> You totally did. You're seriously not I'm, making this I'm up. I'm not making anything up. That was just too good. And then I said to you, how many children do we have? And you said, three. And I said, which one's your favorite? And you were like, I love them all equally. And I was like, oh, okay, good. We're having a lucid moment. So I took advantage of that and asked you, what's your favorite thing being about married to me? And the lucid moment passed because you answered (laughs) chicken. (laughs) You can't go wrong with chicken. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. And then, you know, it would also be interspersed with, you'd be like, (gasps) and I'd be like, what's wrong, baby? And you're like, who are these guys? And I'd be like, which guys? And you're like, the guys with the big truck. (laughs) And then you just pass out again. But my my favorite line was you, you rolled over and you whispered to me, we have to tell Sarah Pape we're sneaking out so we can go dancing. And that was it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been holding on to those. Uh, you've done really well. I know. It's I, been like a week in a bit. I know. I've been so desperate to tell you about those things, but I thought That's I wanted so your reaction funny. to be genuine on air. So your hospital visit. So you were kept in hospital for three days. Yeah. Our friends, family, neighbors kept us well fed. Yep. And then you took the weekend to recover and then you were back up. Yep. Back up and running. Yep. So quick recap of this week then. Yes. Monday and Tuesday, you lounged around like you're on vacation or something. Right. I know. Lazy, just lazy. You were on what kind of drugs were you on? Dilaudid. You well, were on Dilaudid while you were in the, hospital. in the hospital. That is that is a decent drug. I have to tell oh, you, <laughs> it is a heavy duty. 
it works fast. They would give it to me and I would honestly say within about 10 seconds, I was like, okay, okay, I can cope with the pain now. But they wouldn't let you out until you were off the lot. What did they give you to come home? Demerol. Demerol. That's a bit of a lightweight, but you still were. <laughs> n- you Demerol were is not a lightweight. <laughs> compared to Dilaudid? Well, t- compared to Dilaudid, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Demerol was making me spin as well. So I stopped yeah. taking that Saturday. So while you were lounging around in bed. Yeah. Um, Just enjoying life. We had Steve Long at the school. Well, you, you guys heard Steve Long on the podcast last week. He was amazing. And at the school, he was teaching on physical healing. We had a great time. Lots of people yeah, got I'm healed. I'm so bummed I didn't get to see him. I know. Because you just love anybody from Canada and from home. Yeah. And especially Steve. It's so fun when we have him down. And so you didn't get to see him. No. And then I was in second year teaching on brain science, which we're going to talk about a tiny little bit of that later. All right. But you bounced back did, Wednesday. Did you want to talk about the um, how Instagram outed you uh, while you were teaching on brain science? Oh my gosh. Go on. You tell a story. Okay. So, you know, I spend basically not a week in the hospital, but I was gone for three days, was, you know, arrived home. It was my birthday. We had birthday dinner. Two days later, I'm in the hospital for another three days. So, you know, I was gone for a bit and Alan's teaching on brain science and whoever is managing the school feed for us took like a little clip of Steve preaching and then you preaching and, and posted it for the, you know, for people that are following the school feed. Yeah. These are brilliant people who are handling our social media account. Yeah. And so, but the clip that they posted was you confessing to having gained seven pounds because you hadn't eaten well the week that I was away. Well, well, for context, I was teaching on the brain, things that hurt your brain and it's lack of sleep, poor diet and uh, excess weight. Yes. And, and stress. So I was like, Hey, this week, you know, AJ's been in the hospital. My sleep has been all over the place because uh, just the crazy schedule we've been keeping. Like I took you in a hospital at midnight. I didn't get home till 2.30, got up at 6.30 to get the kids, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And so then you're tired. Yeah. When, when you're tired, you eat more. And so you, when you're stressed, you eat poorly. So I was talking about that. I said, so for example, this week, exceptional stress and I've gone up seven pounds. And I'm thinking, I'm totally safe. You know, I'm just telling the class. AJ's never going to hear about this. And that's the flipping clip they use on social media. So you were like, what? So I'm in, like, I'm in the bath or something, and I'm, I'm just catching up on Instagram. And I see this clip go by, and I was like, hey, so babe, you, you gained seven pounds this week? And you're all like, who told you that? Was it Shannon? Who blah, blah, blah. And then I came out and played the clip. I, I just thought it was so funny. Yeah, so thanks, Instagram, for outing me. Yeah. Thank you, Instagram. And then by Wednesday, we were off work. We got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off work for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving for non-North American listeners is basically, at least in America, is a precursor to Christmas, it feels like. Yeah, it's like the the test drive for Christmas or something. It's great. I, I highly enjoy it. No presents, which kind of sucks, but lots of food, which is, yay, awesome. Yeah, and lots of family time. Like, it was basically, you know, four days at home with the kids just, you know, watching movies and cuddling and playing and eating food. So it was it was super fun. And I kind of wanted to cancel Thanksgiving because I just wanted to collapse. But your point was, babe, we had to miss my birthday because I was in hospital. I'm not missing Thanksgiving. Yeah, we ended up, canceling my birthday party because i was drugged out of my tree by the time i got home it wasn't mm-hmm. like we could have it and it's not realistic that we're actually going to be able to figure it out so i was like all right i'm already not getting a birthday party i don't want to miss thanksgiving because you're a high quality time person yeah so we had some people over for thanksgiving dinner yeah you didn't do turkey well 
No, I mean, I don't love turkey. It's okay, but it's it's kind of a dry meat. Like, I'd rather have chicken than turkey. And Which is, explains why we had salmon? Well, we had salmon because you asked for salmon. You oh. love you love my stuffed salmon. Just admit it. I You're do. You're addicted. Yep. And uh, so uh, we, we had uh, invited a couple people over for Thanksgiving um, that didn't have family local. And they all like salmon too. So I made a stuffed salmon. And it was amazing. It was just basically food and more food. The twice baked potatoes. So good. Yes. And the gravy. I had to make gravy. Yes. Obviously. Gravy was delicious. Yeah. And then Friday and Saturday was yeah. all outdoor work. I tried my hand at pressure washing. You did. You did a great job. Oh, I don't know about that. The first day I was all eager. I was like, man, I'm going to pressure wash this deck. It's going to be awesome. And then I was out there for a couple hours. And I was like, this takes forever. And yeah. so I quit. Yeah. And then came inside and watched YouTube videos and how I was doing it wrong. Oh, dear. And then the next day tackled it and it went much faster. Yeah. But you did a great job. You just get soaking wet. You were definitely soaking wet and it was around freezing. I mean, it was cold outside. I'm a man of steel. I don't care about the elements. Yeah. Pro athlete. Sure. Do you want to talk about the Christmas decoration gag that you had everybody on Instagram <laughs> and trauma? So the subdivision that we live in, um, you know, our floor plan can be done in a number of different ways, but there's a couple of houses near us that look almost exactly the same as ours. You mean from the exterior? From the exterior. Yep. Yeah. And so I was out uh, driving and I, well, I mean, I shouldn't say I saw it. I, I can see it from our backyard. It's, it's so bright. And so I went over to have a look at it and it's, it looks like our house, like it's red brick. It looks the same. And I will put a link in the show notes so you can see this video for yourself. But yeah. Bless these people that have bought basically every inflatable, lit up Christmas decoration and uh-huh. covered their lawn with it. Y- yes. And do you know what I discovered today? Uh, what? When we drove by, I, t- I took the kids by it during the day. Yeah. It actually does have a radio station that you can tune into and watch uh, all the different flashing Synchronized things. lights yes. to the music that's playing. Yes. So yeah, these guys, I don't know how, how much money they've spent. Uh, basically. Oh, Got to be thousands. Decked out their whole house. It's all illuminated. The trees are all illuminated. There's candy cane. There's reindeers, there's Santa, there's presents, there's Christmas trees, it all is the windows, over the top. It's just and an enormous amount. Conveniently enough, it looks exactly like our house. Yeah. So I took, I took a video of it, and then I posted something like, "The kids asked us to go all out this year." Dot dot dot. Um, and posted it, and because it looks like our house, and it's on a hill like our house, and it's red brick like our house, basically with some cropping, we made it look like it's our house, and so. People, uh, the comments were hysterical. People were very polite in expressing their shock and awe. That we had done this. And then you very kindly put them out of their misery about 24 hours later. Yeah. And then I had people that knew us probably a little better that were texting us like, that's not actually your house, is it? Like, it looks like your house, but you wouldn't do that, would you? And whatever. So it was very funny. Yeah. All right. Our main topic for this week. Yeah. Comes from teaching this week on brain science. Oh, okay. In in our week on brain science, in year two of the School of Supernatural Life, we look at five of the major brain systems, the first of which is the limbic system. So the limbic system in your brain helps uh, set the emotional tone of your mind. Okay. It regulates your motivation, it promotes your bonding, controls your appetite and sleep cycles, which is why I was talking about putting on seven pounds. Right. And and so we were talking about the problems with your limbic system when it's over or underactive and things to help. 
One of the things that we found that actually helps, this is from research with the limbic system, is practicing gratitude or appreciation exercises. Oh, good. When you find something you're genuinely appreciative of and you express that as gratitude, you get in touch with how did my body feel that time that um, something amazing happened to me? You know, what was my memory? When you get in touch with that memory, Mm -hmm. uh, you, you bring a calming sensation to your body. Conversely, negative thought patterns change the brain in a negative way. Right. When we practice gratitude, it literally helps us have a brain to be grateful for. So we looked at some brain scans Mm -hmm. of a patient who was in a negative swirl and looked at, you know, what parents of their brain lit up. And then we looked at when that patient was doing gratitude exercises, actually expressing appreciation and being grateful. And the changes in brain activity were just absolutely radical. So negative thought patterns change the brain in a negative way. Being grateful, being positive has a positive effect on your brain. Wow. Then I go to church this morning and Dr. R.T. Kendall is with us and he's preaching uh, on tithing, actually. But one of the lines he said is, the doctrine of sanctification is the doctrine of gratitude. Yeah. All the things you do in the Christian life, none of them get you saved. The only thing that gets you saved is, you know, your faith in Jesus Christ. Right. But all these other things, praying, fasting, tithing, giving, spiritual disciplines are just a way of you... Overflowing in thankfulness towards the Lord. Yeah, it's a way of you showing gratitude to the Lord. And right. I love that. I love that line. The doctrine of sanctification is the doctrine of gratitude. So, being grateful, we found, literally changes everything in your immediate environment. Right. So, my question to you, Mrs. A.J. Jones, is what are you grateful for? Wow. I'm grateful for a lot. How did I do I have like uh, only a certain amount of things or can I just start rhyming things off? You're going to rhyme? This is going to be awesome. Wow. Well, well um, it is Thanksgiving and we you know one of the things that you traditionally do at Thanksgiving is go around the table and say what are you thankful for, which yeah. we didn't do. So here yeah. we are on the podcast. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for you. Yeah, you are, baby. I am. Watch me flex. I think wow. There we go. Look at that. It's your little treat. Uh <laughs> Thanks, babe. Now I'm distracted, though, so I don't know if I can really, you know, formulate a thought. Um, Stay on target. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our marriage. I'm thankful that, you know, we were, we went on a date the other night, and I think it's... We found a great Vietnamese restaurant. We did. I'm thankful for that place, too. I, I think you are so super sweet the way you take, take our relational temperature all the time. So I just remember walking in and you're like, babe, I love being married. I love being married to you. You know, are we good? Is everything, you know, and I just, I love that you don't take anything for granted and you just, you actually effort this. It's not, we're not just, you know, Hey, you're stuck with me for life, but we're actually intentionally loving each other. Well, I think it was the line that you taught me that we don't stay married because we're in love. We stay in love because we're married. Yeah, I learned that at YWAM and I didn't understand it at the time. Yeah, but it's such a great line. And I think because we've learned that when our connection is really, really strong, things are great. Yeah. And when our connection is really, really bad, things are terrible. Yeah. We And then we've also learned that your connection isn't accidentally great. It requires focus, energy, effort, effort. and money. Yep. yep. We throw resources towards our connection. And your connection is primarily quality time and gifts. Yeah. <laughs> the expensive ones, yeah. basically. Sorry about that. <laughs> and mine is quality touch and physical time. Yes. Uh-huh. Very funny. Ma-ha-ha. <laughs> and words of affirmation. 
Yeah. Just lie on top of me and tell me I'm amazing. <laughs> and I'm happy. We'll do that later. <laughs> yes. I know I'm grateful Just for. Just don't flex again. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you, well, what's something you're thankful for? Are we just going to go back and forth? Yeah, we can. Okay. I don't want to be super spiritual. Yeah. But I was thinking this morning, worship, like the songs we were singing in worship were amazing. And I was just in touch with the truth of our salvation. I'm not trying to be a pastor and be all super spiritual, but Lord, I so love being saved. I so love having a great connection with you. You know, back to that whole thing of connectivity. I just love the connection I have with the Lord and the Lord has with me. Like I am, I feel like the wealthiest man in the world. Yeah. When the Holy Spirit comes so close and when the Father just begins to speak to me and I can hear him. I, I, I'm so grateful for my salvation. I'm so grateful for peace with God. I'm so grateful for being made right. I, I, just, I just love having my sin removed from me. Mm. I, that's such an amazing thing. I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. Yes. So I realize that sounds super spiritual and I'm not trying to say by saying that that anything else is less because all good gifts come from God. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's, I'm sure I'm going to talk about some material items later because I love material items, but I wanted to throw salvation in there. I'm super thankful for three healthy kids. Oh my gosh, yes. And and how cute and entertaining they are. I, I'm loving every stage that they're individually in. I was looking at Abigail when we were having family movie night last night and just thinking... Wow, she's going to be 10 in a few months. It's wild. It is wild and she's so um she's so amazing with Tia and with MJ and she's you know, she's helpful and she's sweet and she cares about everybody around her and if she notices somebody's hurting, she wants to help them. You know, she's just I just love watching her grow up and it feels like it's happening super fast. And then there's Tia, who's just, she, you know. Brown-eyed wonder child. She is. And she just says what she thinks, and she has virtually no filter. And she, you know, she loves you. She full-on loves you. And, you know, she's just, she's so funny. She's just so funny. And then MJ is in this stage where I remember both the girls going through it, where their vocabulary is just, you know, amazing the words that they come up with and you know and he's just very um he just wants to be with us every second doesn't he He wants to play he wants to be in your orbit he wants to talk to you about everything what's my orbit orbit oh my orbit yeah he absolutely wants to be in your i don't think he wants to be in your orbit (laughs) so what are you grateful for well this is probably a really easy one i'm so grateful for our home me too we're talking about this week not just the physical house and the blessing that is but the neighbors that we have we have amazing neighbors and we're not just saying that because some of them listen to the podcast right we just totally fell out of the awesome neighbor tree and hit every branch on the way down for sure i i i think what's fun is um you know the the last place that we lived, we really got to know the neighbors across the road, but that's about it. Like we didn't really form relationships with uh, anybody else in the neighborhood and everybody was pretty busy and kept to themselves and stuff. And, and here it's so lovely having the, 
you know, Wes and Deirdre next door and then, you know, down from them, Lauren and Britt and then Mike and Kim across the way. Like we're getting to form friendships and get to know the people around us and stuff. And, and it's, they're such amazing families. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. I'm super thankful. And I, our house too, babe, like I think pretty much every day I walk out and I think, uh, wow, God. It was especially nice. It was especially nice hosting people. Yeah, I loved having people over. Like I love when we have the small group leaders over. I love when we had people over for Thanksgiving. I love that we're going to have people over for Christmas. Yeah, I love that next week we're having friends to stay. Yeah, all of that's fun. I I love that. So we're super grateful for that. Yeah. All right, last one for you. All right, if it's my last one, I would say Grace Center. I'm I'm thankful for our jobs and who we get to work with and the people we get to pour into and presence of God at our church and the worship and I mean everything I just I don't want to be anywhere else I love it here and our leaders are amazing oh, Jeff and Becky fantastic Gala. yeah They're, God broke the mold making them that's for sure yeah the whole team is really amazing it's yeah, just yeah our staff are phenomenal yeah our, it's just honestly at times I think is this my life really this is my life right right seriously do you have one more I can't remember where we're at you have one more uh, I would, I've just been contemplating the future. Okay. And I don't know what the future holds. I have this incredible sense of hope and optimism that just keeps me buoyant about what's coming. Mm. And I'm grateful for that because I remember days when I wanted to end my life. I remember days when I couldn't see past the end of the darkness of today. Yeah. I remember despair and depression. And now uh, all I see is excitement about what God's doing and and where we're all going. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right. Some listeners' questions. Oh, okay. This one is from Paul. Okay. I, I nearly asked Steve Long this question. I should have done, but uh, we ran out of time. Paul's question is, recreational marijuana is becoming legal in some states. Is there a scriptural reason for a Christian not to try the substance in moderation as one would with alcohol? Well, I don't think... Uh, uh, so I'll say this. I have never smoked marijuana, but I have plenty of family that have <laughs> and uh i've i've seen the effects up close and personal um and i don't think it's the same thing uh as you know have as for example having a glass of wine or half a glass of wine and smoking marijuana they're not really the same thing and they don't have the same effect i don't think you can moderately smoke marijuana uh I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not an expert, but I think it opens you up. It would be equivalent to, to being drunk. You know, I think it opens you up to a whole bunch of stuff. That's just not a great idea. I also think about one of my favorite, this is going to sound terrible. This is one of my favorite conversations I ever had with a young man a number of years ago. And basically he called me and he said, Alan, I'm in the psych ward. And I was like, oh, how did you end up in the psych ward? And he's like, well, I went out with some friends. I started drinking and I was with the wrong group of people and I ended up getting high. And I got so convicted by the Holy Spirit that what I was doing was wrong. I drove over to my parents' house to just ask them to pray for me. And he said, when I got over to my parents' house, I said hello to them. I said, I was going to have a nap. And that's the last thing I remember. I remember going for a nap. And now I've woken up 48 hours later and I'm in the psych ward. And I was like... Okay, so what happened between you lying down and 48 hours later? He said, well, all I can go on is what my family have told me and what the police have told me. And I was like, okay. He said, well, basically, I got up and was so violent and so aggressive 
that uh, my parents had to call the police. And when the police came, it took three policemen to pin me down. And I was effing and blinding and yelling at them. And the police said, we're not going to press charges against your son because we've seen this before and we know it's not your son. And he said, and so then they put me in the psych ward. And do you know what? And so he was asking me spiritually, do you know what happened? Because as most people know, recreational marijuana is not going to produce those side effects. So I said to him, oh, as a pastor, I know exactly what's happened. And he said, well, what's happened? I said, oh, you were seriously demonized. And he was like, wait, what now? And I said, oh, yeah, like First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober and alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. I said, when, when we're not sober, when we choose to get drunk or we choose to get high, we are literally outsourcing our spirit, our soul, our mind, will, and emotions to our adversary. The, the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The only people he can devour are those who are not sober. Yeah. So... Going back to you, I'm not an expert on marijuana at all, having never smoked any of the stuff. I, I don't know if there's a gradation of it, but I don't think you want to have a gradation of losing control. Yeah. There are several instructions in the New Testament, mostly Paul, where he's talking about, let us be alert and sober, be sober in all things, keep a sober spirit, have sound judgment and a sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. It's very hard to obey those verses and be smoking weed. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you're, it's a great question because previously when people would ask me, hey, what do you think about smoking weed? I'd be like, well, it's an illegal substance. So I think your answer's right there. Right. But now that it's becoming legalized, I'm like, uh... But, you know, and then there's also the, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying. It's an yep. open door and it's, it's a horrible idea, I think, uh, you know, in my opinion. But... I also think there's lots of stuff that is legal uh, in in terms of government-wise that is not legal, if you will, in quotation marks, in, in terms of scripture-wise. Right. And so, what are you going to live by? Right. So, yeah. Is there a scriptural reason for a Christian not to try the substance? Well, I've just given you a few verses off the top of my head there about it's very hard to be sober and high, and high at the same time. Yeah. So, pick one. And I would probably lean with what the scripture says on that one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to be smart, Alec, with that. No. But but I, I would pastorally suggest that nobody smokes marijuana. Yeah. All right, baby, let's wrap this thing up. So we've been thinking about gratitude. Our encouragement to you guys is what are you thankful for? Spend some time just chewing over what you're thankful for and then practice being grateful because... I found that gratitude looks fantastic on the outside. Like it's a great internal posture, but actually your gratitude helps change your environment when you spread it. So go find someone that you're grateful for and and share your gratitude, express to them in word or action. Let them know why you're grateful for them and it will absolutely change the atmosphere around you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, encouragement is an amazing thing, isn't it? We'd also be grateful for something. We'd be grateful if you would leave us a review on iTunes. Um, we read all of them, uh, no matter what country they come in from. Um, but we love the feedback and uh, leaving a review on iTunes is great because it sort of uh, gets the podcast uh, seen by people that may be searching for answers, uh, you know, and, and it'll shoot ours into their line of vision. Well, you know what it's like when you're trying to decide which 
battery operated toy you're going to get from Amazon at this time of the year, you tend to read the reviews. And if people are leaving glowing reviews, you're more likely to try something you've never tried before. Right. Same with podcasts. If people are looking for a new podcast, the, the most helpful thing you can do for us is either share the podcast by word of mouth or leave a review on iTunes. You can do that by going to alanandaj.com slash review and it will automatically take you to the iTunes page. Perfect. If you want the show notes from today's show, go ahead and head on over to alanandaj.com slash what number are we at, baby? We are episode 129. So go to com slash 129 and we will be with you next week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games. Paleo donuts and the kindness of God The things we deal with every day From Franklin, Tennessee They are just like you and me Alan and AJ Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses Sharing their life experiences Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses They talk about faith in God And everything under the sun If you are a human being There's something here for everyone 